Uncut. Unfiltered. This is the Uncensored Podcast. Still kind of out there. Yeah, and stuff and things. Okay. <laughs> What? You're freaking me out! Oh my god, stop. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Murday. Murday. The day where we murder some murder. Pussy. Oh, okay. I, I want to murder some pussy. Slaying some pussy. Isn't that a saying? I don't know. I slay puss. Yeah, that's a that's is a saying. It? That's a saying. That's, that's what all the cool kids are saying. saying. It's not a stupid. I slay a puss. I slay a puss. I'm no. the puss slayer 3000. The puss slayer 3000. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. My name is Cindy. I'm Courtney. And we are... Murday. <laughs> <laughs> this is the installment of our podcast called... Murday. Uh, <laughs> god dang it. <laughs> Uncensored! Uncensored murder. <laughs> and we hate murder. Everyone. No, oh, we hate everybody too. Just kidding. Especially you. Yeah. Thanks for listening though. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's my murder today. Murder, murder, murder! And I'm doing one about somebody that everybody knows, I'm pretty sure. Everybody knows. Mm-hmm. I know it. You know it. We all know it. Mm-hmm. I've heard of other, uh, I've heard other podcasts doing these. So. So. Yeah. So, I'm doing Carla Hamoka. Oh. Oh. I think I do know her. I know you do. (laughs) Name sounds familiar. Yes. And, um, her boyfriend was Paul Bernardo. Bernardo? Or her husband, I'm sorry. Yes. So. Never mind. I was, nope, never mind. Okay. Never mind. Can I? Never uh, mind. Should I start? No, you should not start. Uh, Disclaimer. Disclaimer. We hate murders. Yes. But it's not like we're trying to. Are you recording me? I'm not. It's not like we're trying to glorify murders or anything like that. Right. We want to. Also. Tell people that it's not okay to murder. I literally copy and pasted this whole thing. And it's okay. Because guess what? This is our podcast. Yeah. We can do whatever the fuck we want. I copied and pasted it from Murderpedia. That's my source. <laughs> <laughs> She's been very busy, guys. And I don't blame her. It happened. I feel bad, but... It's okay. I you have another murder you legit- have to do next week. I know. I was legit gonna write this one because this shit is crazy. But then I got too busy and I couldn't. Here, I'll help you. You read. Uh-huh. And then anytime there's like a word that's kind of weird, just change it. Okay. And then that way, <laughs> you wrote it. Right. And uh, then every so often stop and be like, oh, I spelled that wrong. And be like, I don't know what that says. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Carla Hamoka was also known as Carla Thiel or Leanne something i can't leanne leanne yeah she was born may 4th 1970 in canada um she is a convicted canadian serial killer and she attracted worldwide media attention when she was convicted of manslaughter following a plea bargain in 1991 and 1992 rape and murder of two ontario teen girls leslie mahaffey and Kristen french also the rape and murder of her sister tammy Oh, yeah, I know this one. Yeah. Can you not? Did you do this on purpose? No. You did this on purpose. I didn't. Ah! 
next week I'm finding somebody mm-hmm. named Courtney. Next, next week. So, Homolka and her husband, Paul Bernardo, um, were arrested in 1993. In 1995, Bernardo was convicted of the two teenagers' murders and received life in prison and a dangerous offender designation, the full maximum sentence allowed in Canada. So, in the 1993 investigation, Homolka told investigators that uh, Paul had abused her and that she had been an unwilling accomplice to the murders. So... She struck a deal with the prosecutors and got a reduced sentence of 12 years in exchange for a guilty plea for manslaughter. However, however, videotapes of the crimes were later found and demonstrated that she was more than a unwilling participant. 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 So, oh my God. as a result... Hold, the, hold up. Pause. What? You said earlier that you had a new phrase for us. I did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is it? <laughs> Shit. So, you called me gay when I sent you my <laughs> message this morning. So, I didn't have a chance to message you back before you got here. So, I said, you're a gay Asian. A gay-sian! <laughs> Anyways, that's hilarious. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to call you now, my Gaijin. Okay, my white apricot. Is that what I called you? I don't yes. think apricots are going. I don't think so. Like, I don't know, maybe a pear? A pear is like a light, light yellow. Yeah, the inside is white. Yeah. Yeah. Apples are white on the inside. A lot of fruits are white on the inside. I'm going to say here, I'm going to wait. Nope, you're my turnip. Turnips are white. Turnips are... White. They are white. I was thinking radish. <laughs> I was like, don't make me doubt myself. I got so excited. I was excited. thinking of a radish. You're my, you're my turnip. My beautiful turnip. You're my Gaijin peach. <laughs> Go. Go on with your murder. So the prosecutors started calling the deal that they made with her the deal of the, with the devil. Um, and the tapes created an outrage about her plea deal, and she was released from prison in 2005. Um, she later settled in Quebec, Canada, mer- n- nope, married and gave mm. birth to a son in 2007. You know what I thought about? Yeah. I'm like, the easiest way to get caught mm-hmm. is to photograph it. Right. Record it. Whatever, right? Yeah. But on the other hand, they probably get off to that stuff. So then probably. they probably rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to backtrack. I told you the <gasps> ending before I told you to be the what happened. What? Go on Netflix. Mm. There's two movies you need to watch okay. if you haven't watched it already. It's not necessarily... I watched the one you suggested last week. Did you like it? Mm-hmm. Um, there's two movies... And I guess it's not really kid-friendly because there's murder in it. There's one called Creep, mm-hmm. and then the second one called Creep 2. Okay. W- watch both of them. They're really good. Okay. Text me later. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Carla Homolka was the oldest daughter of Carl and Dorothy. 
Carl, yeah, Carl and Dorothy. Um, there were three daughters. Lori was born in 71, Tammy was born in 75, and Carla, who was born in 70. Um, she began working part-time as a pet shop attendant and went to school. After she graduated, she was hired by a veterinary clinic as a vet assistant. Um, you took a twist. Why? Normally people do the boyfriend. I know. You did the girlfriend this time. I know. This is a twist. I, yeah, I Sorry. Guess. Sorry, go on. It's okay. Uh, da, da, da. She met Paul Bernardo in a restaurant in 87, and they were both attending... I don't know. She was 17, he was 23, and he proposed to Homoka on December 24th. Um, I don't know why this is relevant, but the age of consent for marriage in Canada is 14 at the time. So really? they got married. That's yeah. crazy. So she got married at 18. Actually, that's not too crazy because back in the day, it, you could get married whenever. Yeah. Practically. Yeah. So, by 1990, Paul was spending large amounts of time with Homolka's family, and they liked him. He was engaged to Carla and flirted constantly with the youngest, the younger girls. Um, That's a red flag right there, my dear. Yeah, so I guess he lost his job as an accountant, and he didn't tell anybody, so he started smuggling cigarettes across to United States. He became with a... He became obsessed with Tammy, Carla's younger sister, um, peeping in her windows, entering her room to masturbate while she slept. What um, the fuck? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No, it gets worse. No, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> there was there was a show that was on like uh, one of the streaming sites. I can't uh-huh. remember if it was Netflix or Hulu, but like there was his dad. And he was, like, really creepy with his stepdaughters and all that crap. And, like, um, the stepdaughter felt really uncomfortable around Mm -hmm. him and all that crap. And he would, like, crawl into the ceiling and watch her while she showered and stuff. So she would shower with the lights off and, like, change with the lights off and stuff like that so he wouldn't be able to see her. But he would try every night to go, like watch her naked and stuff. Sometimes she'd wake up without her underwear. It was creepy as fuck. That's creepy. That's what it made me think of. Yeah. So, Carla helped him by breaking the blinds in her sister's window to allow him to have access to see through the window. Um, in July... Why would you fucking let him do that? Right? I'd be pissed off. Be like, uh-uh, you with me, bitch! Sorry. It's okay. So, in July, he, Bernardo, took Tammy across the border to get beer for a party. While there, um, Paul told Carla that they got drunk and made out. So, according to his testimony at his trial, on July 24th, Carla laced spaghetti sauce with crushed Valium um, that he had stolen, that she had stolen from her employer at the mm-hmm. animal clinic, and she served dinner to Tammy who soon lost consciousness and Bernardo began to rape her while Carla watched. Over the summer, he slipped Tammy and her friends gifts... Nope, not slipped. He supplied Tammy and her friends with gifts, food, and sodas. Um, The sodas had a film that had white flecks on top of it. So, six months after their wedding in 1991... 
um, Carla stole an anesthetic agent's halothane. Health. That word. I don't know. Halothane. Halothane from the clinic. And on December 23rd, 1990, Homolka and Bernardo administered the sleeping pills to um, Tammy in a rum and eggnog cocktail. And after Tammy was unconscious, Homolka and Bernardo undressed her and Carla applied the the anesthetic agent, the halothane. I don't know what that is. Um... Something bad. He applied a soaked cloth to her nose and mouth. I'm assuming so she wouldn't wake up. Carl... Uh-oh. 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 Where'd it go? <laughs> okay. Carla wanted to give Tammy's virginity to Bernardo as a Christmas present, according to Homolka. Dude, that's not something that you're allowed to give away. Because he was... Disappointed in not being Carla's first sex partner. So? So, while Tammy's parents were sleeping upstairs, they videotaped, themsel- videotaped themselves raping her in the basement. Tammy began to vomit, and they tried to revive her, and then called 911, but not before they hid the evidence, dressed Tammy, and moved her to the basement bedroom. A few hours lady- later, Tammy was pronounced dead at the hospital, without having ever regained consciousness from being passed out when they drugged her. Um, despite their behavior, vacuuming, washing, laundry in the middle of the night, and despite the presence of a chemical burn on Tammy's face, they, the family accepted the, the version of events, and they, ca- they officially said the cause of death was... I can't talk... It, Birthdays are hard, yo. They are. (laughs) Reading is hard. They officially said that Tammy's cause of death was accidental, her choking on her vomit after consuming too much alcohol. You know what scares me? That this is 1990, and, like, at that point, technology has gotten better. It's Mm -hmm. not where it is today. Right. But, like, the paramedics, all the burns and all that stuff. But they didn't do anything. They They didn't didn't do anything. anything. So, um... They videotaped themselves with with Carla wearing Tammy's clothes and pretending to be her. And they they ended up moving out and renting their own house while to let her parents cope with the grief. Okay. That's not how you do it. Right. I think family needs each other in I times agree. like those. So that was the end of that, kind of. That was the end of Tammy. Yes. So now we're um Leslie Mahaffey. So, on June 15th, 1991, Bernardo took a detour through Toronto to steal license plates. Um, While he was doing that, he found 14-year-old Mahaffey. She had uh, missed her curfew after attending a funeral and was locked out of her house. And she was unable to find anyone she could stay overnight with. So, I guess she was just roaming around. Um, he approached her and told her he was looking to break into his, to a neighbor's house. She asked if he had any cigarettes. He led her to his car and then blindfolded her and forced her into the car and drove her to where, to, uh, back to their house, um, where he told Carla that they had a playmate 
and they videotaped themselves torturing and sexually abusing uh, Mahaffey while listening to Bob Marley and David Bowie. At one point, um, Paul said, you're doing a great job, Leslie, a damn good job. He then added, the next two hours are going to determine to determine what I do to you. Right now, you're scoring perfect. In another segment of the tape um, that they played at the trial, the assault escalated and Mahaffey cried out in pain and begged Paul to stop. Uh, he sodomized her while her hands were tied. Um, she told Mahaffey told Bernardo that he blindfolded her. The blindfold seemed to be slipping. Um, that she might be able to see who they were mm-hmm. if they let her live. Like, she was insinuating, like, tie my blindfold so I can't see you, so if you let me live, I won't be I won't tell who you are. Yeah, which you know? everybody's like, yeah, regardless of what happens, you're gonna go tell the fucking police. Yeah. So, the next day, Carla gave her a lethal dose of a drug that I can't pronounce. <laughs> Spell it. Um, H-A-L-C-I-O-N. And Carla said he strangled her. Mm-hmm. And they put her body in the basement. The next day, Carla's family was over for dinner. After her family left, their daughter Lori... Nope. After the whole family left, her like her sister and her parents were there for having dinner. Uh-huh. So after they left, they decided the best way to dispose of the ev- evidence would be to dismember her, and encased each piece in cement, and cement or semen. Cement. <laughs> I thought you said cement. I know cement. So cement. They bought a dozen bags of cement at the hardware store. And he actually kept the receipts, which... Why? I don't know. Which was actually very bad for him at trial. Um, He used a circular saw to cut her body up, and then they made numerous trips to dump the cement in the lake that was 18 kilometers away from their house. I don't know. Sounds smart. Normally people go super far away. Why not just right. dump it in your backyard? Um, <laughs> so they tried to dump the cement bags of her body parts, but it didn't sink like they wanted it to, and it became it actually like rested up on shore. Where later um, on June 29th, a father and son discovered it, and um. I guess she had orthopedic appliances, which I'm not really sure. Like, maybe a a bone, like... She had like a, broken, a metal something yeah, inside of her uh, body. Which actually helped identify who she was. Because I think most of those stuff, like... If Are you serialized. Put, and, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, about a year later, on April 16th, 1992... Um, Carla and Bernardo were driving through St. Catharines to look for potential victims. It was after school hours, um, and then students were going home, but the streets were primarily empty. As they passed a school, they 
spotted Kristen French, a 15-year-old student, walking fastly nearby her home. The couple pulled over, and Carla got out in with a map in with her with a map in her hand, pretending that they were lost. As French looked up, as I can't talk. God damn it. <laughs> As French looked at the map, Bernardo attacked her from behind with a knife and forced her into the front seat of the car. And from the back seat, Homolka controlled the girl by pulling down her hair. So French took... She walked the same way every day, and it took her about 15 minutes to get home. Um, and she was supposed to walk the dogs when she got home. Her parents became convinced that she had met with foul play and notified the police when she hadn't gotten home in the 15 minutes. What does that necessarily mean whenever it says that met with foul play? Like, they think that something bad happened. Oh. Yeah. Whoever wrote this article, I feel like that was unnecessary. They probably had, like, a character thing. (laughs) Their their boss was like, you need to do, like, six million characters and blah, blah, blah. blah." And they're like, oh, shit. Okay, let me just add some random ass words that is pointless. Um, So within 24 hours of her going missing, the police... Um, had already assembled a team and searched the area along her route. They found several witnesses who had seen the abduction from different locations. Um, so the police knew, like, had a fairly good idea what had happened. And one of her shoes was recovered from the parking lot where she was abducted. So over the next three days, Easter weekend, Paul and Homoka videotaped, some, videotaped themselves torturing and raping and sodomizing her forcing her to drink large amounts of alcohol and to behave behave submissively to Bernardo. <sighs> At his trial, the prosecutor said that Bernardo always intended to kill her because she was never blindfolded and she would have been capable of identifying them. That's so awful. So, while he was out buying pizza on April 18th, he spotted... Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <sighs> Um, he had spotted another girl, Carrie Patrick, um, who he had stalked for a whole month, and she had reported him to the police, but it was mishandled. Anyways, um... That shouldn't be a thing. I feel like a lot more people need to, like, look over cases and stuff. I know, like, they don't have the resources for a lot of people to look over cases and stuff, but... Like, doing murders and listening to murder podcasts, a lot of stuff gets overlooked. Right. And that's not okay. These are people's lives. Right. Which makes me feel like this is a legit thing that I honestly feel. But, like, if they miss, like, small things like these, like, I'm like, is it actually really safe to go to the police for whatever? You know what I mean? Right. But not all police miss those things. Yeah, I know. It just depends. Depends. Right. So, the next day, they killed French before going to Carla's parents for Easter dinner. Um, She testified at trial that Bernardo had strangled her for exactly seven minutes while she watched. Holy crap. Um, Bernardo, Bernardo, Paul said that um, Carla beat her with a rubber mallet because she tried to escape and that she ended up that French ended up being strangled on a noose tied around her neck, secured to a hope chest immediately after Carla went to go fix her hair for dinner. 
Um, her nude body was found in a ditch on April 30th, approximately 45 minutes away from where she was kidnapped. Um, and a short distance away from where Leslie Mahaffey was buried. Mm-hmm. Um, she had been washed and her hair had been cut off. It was originally thought that her hair was removed as a trophy, but Homokla testified that their hair had been cut to, um, so they wouldn't be able to identify who she was. Oh. Yeah. So, um, Homoka and Bernardo had been questioned by police several times in connection with, um, Tammy's death, um, and Bernardo stalking a couple other women before the death of Miss French. Um, hold on. Officers decided that he was an unlikely suspect because even though he admitted to um, being questioned in other, several other cases. Uh-huh. Uh, da, 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 da. Three days later, the task force was created to investigate Leslie Mahaffey and Kristen French's murder. Meanwhile, the couple applied to have their names changed legally from Bernardo and Homolka to Tail. T-E-A-L-E. Tail? Why? I don't know. Um, which Bernardo had taken... Oh. I do know. Oh. He had taken from a, the villain of a 1990, 1988 movie, Criminal Law, a serial killer. Oh. At the end of May... How many people is a serial killer? More than two. More than two? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, Bernardo... You know what I realized? What? You like to do a lot of, like, serial killer murders. And apparently I like to do a lot of, like... One-off murders. Kid murders. I know. <laughs> that are really close to your kid's age. Mm-mm. So, okay, so... <laughs> um, a acquaintance of Bernardo had reported him to the police as a suspect. They thought he was... He thought he was a suspect. In December of 1992, the forensic science finally being... No, the Center for Forensic Sciences finally began testing DNA samples provided by Bernardo from three years earlier. On December 27th, um, Savar... I don't know what I was saying. I was reading four words at once just now. Bernardo severely beat Carla with a flashlight on the arms, legs, head, face, claiming that she had been in an auto accident, um... It severely bruised Carla's face. Um, so she returned to work on April, or no, no, January 4th, and her coworkers called her parents saying that they she needed to be rescued from the physical abuse that she was um, getting. So Carla went back frantically searching for something, and her parents took her to the hospital. While her injuries were documented, she gave a statement to the police claiming that she had been a battered spouse and filed charges against Bernardo. He was arrested, but later released, and Carla Carla moved in with relatives. (laughs) Okay, so 26 months after his um, DNA tests were... DNA was tested? yeah. He was matched to um, 
a rapist, like a rape case, mm-hmm. and they placed him under 24-hour surveillance. Um, on February 9th, investigators interviewed Carla, and despite telling her that they were suspicious about Bernardo, Bernardo she concentrated on his abuse of her. So later that night, she told her aunt and uncle that her husband was the rapist, the rapist that he was, you know, they, he was the person in the rape case from before. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) She told them that she, he was the rapist and that he was involved in the rape and murders of Mahaffey and Kristen French. Mm Mm-hmm. And that the rapes were recorded on tape. So, meanwhile, the police reopened the investigation of Tammy Homolka's death. On February 11th... I'm just going to go straight to the... um, (laughs) Straight to the timeline. Okay. Because... It might be a little easier. Yeah, and I'm just having a hard time reading this for some reason. Maybe if you turned up the brightness... No. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Yeah. Don't be mad. Okay. Okay. I was kind of falling asleep. I know. It was kind of boring me too. No, I mean like, not because it was boring. I'm just fucking tired. Oh, okay. And it was probably a bad idea for me to lay down. <laughs> so. Don't stay up all night. I morning. definitely won't. I'm sleepy. So we're going to start from the beginning. Okay. That's in a long ass fucking timeline. I know. Oh my God. So in October of 1987, Carla and Bernardo met. Um, in December 24th in 1990, they murdered Tammy Homolka. Which is her sister. Yes. On In June of 1991, um, in June of 1991, they stalked, raped, tortured, and m- murdered Leslie Mahaffey. On, that was June 15th. On June 29th, Bernardo and Homolka got married in a lavish ceremony. Um, and that evening, a couple canoeing on the lake found Mahaffey's remains. On April... Oh, I thought s- it was going to be like, so, like... Let's commemorate our marriage. Let's go murder and rape right? somebody. On April 16th, 1992, they abducted Kristen French. On April 19th, she is killed and her body is dumped outside of Burlington. On February 17th, uh, Bernardo is arrested for beating Homolka. On February 19th, police began a two-month search of their home, but failed to locate incriminating the they didn't locate the videotapes. Uh-huh. On May 6, 1993, Bernardo's lawyer Bernardo's lawyer retrieves the videotapes from above a ceiling light fixture in the upstairs bedroom. On May 18th, Homolka was charged with two counts of manslaughter in the French and Mahaffey slayings. After striking a deal, she is freed on bail. And May on May 19th of 1993, Bernardo is charged with two counts of first-degree murder, kidnapping, forcible confinement, aggravated sexual assault, and one count of committing an indignated... <laughs> oh, I read that totally wrong. Committing an indignity to a body. 
What does that mean? Cutting her up. Oh, okay. Yeah. On July 6, 1993, Homoka pleads guilty to manslaughter and is sentenced to 12 years. Um, on May 4th, 94, Bernardo pleads not guilty. On September 12th, 94, um, his lawyer quits and hands the videotapes to the new lawyers. Um, days later, he his new lawyer presents the tapes to the judge. On May 18th, 95, trial begins, um, and Bernardo blamed Homoka for the killings, and Homoka blamed Bernardo. Bitch, what yeah. the fuck? In September of 95, he is convicted on all counts, all counts, and later sentenced to life in prison. On November, in November of 95, he is declared a dangerous offender and will likely spend the rest of his life in jail. In December of 95, police demolish his home and four years later a new home is built on the site it just says by a couple in april 97 she is moved homoka is moved from the kingston prison for women to a low and to medium security prison um on march 2000 um his lawyer no, hold on. Who is this? His Bernardo's ex-lawyer goes to trial and is charged for obstruction of justice and possession of child pornography. What the fuck? Yeah, what? his what? old lawyer. How his first lie? lawyer. Why? I don't know. On oh my god, June two thousand, he is acquitted and he is later cleared of all charges. <laughs> On September 2000, the Supreme Court of Canada refuses an appeal by Bernardo. Hold up. What? They cleared his stuff? Even though he had child pornography? No, I know. His lawyer. But his lawyer had child pornography. Yeah, I don't know why it's... Uh, What? Maybe it wasn't a big deal back in, like, 1995. Yeah, I don't know. That makes no fucking sense. Right? I was just kidding. So, he's acquitted. Okay, on September 22nd, 2000. Oh my god, it's my birthday! Ooh! Photos are published of Carla at a birthday party um, at the prison dressed in evening wear. On October 2000, she is transferred to a psychiatric center for evaluation before her parole hearing. On March 8, 2001, the P- National Parole Board denies her application for early release, saying she is at risk to kill again. On December 2001, six tapes of the rape and torture of their victims are destroyed at an undisclosed date. Eh, somewhere in December. On 2003, she returns to the prison for women. In 2004, the National Parole Board rules that Homoko must stay in prison for her full term once again and she refuses to participate in the hearing. In December, um, the Attorney General announces that he plans to keep her on a tight leash when she's released, including um, making sure she adheres to curfews and restrictions, like her movements are restricted. Yeah. In June 2005, a judge agrees that Carla is at risk to reoffend when she is released, and he grants an order that has been 
uh, an order to put restrictions on her after her release. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2005, she, or July 5th, 2005, she is scheduled for li- release. Um, November 2005, a judge lifts restrictions against Carla, citing a lack of evidence to impose them. And on 2007, she gave birth to her first son. And that's it. What the heck? She's still alive. She has three kids now. Yeah, she's still alive. And I just heard that apparently she is, um, volunteering at her kid's school. How? I don't know. How are they even allowing her to do something like that? I have no idea. What the fuck? He's still alive, isn't he? Yeah, he's in prison. Dude, what the fuck? I, like, hearing about this case, I thought it was a lot, like, sooner in time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I figured they're all dead, but I guess they're still fucking alive. And they apparently, are. like, at the fucking PTA meetings. So, here is her conditions right. of her release. She has to tell police her address of her work, home, and who she lives with. She's required to notify police as soon as any of those things change. She is required to notify police of her name change. Um, if she plans to be away for more than 48 hours, she has to give it... Uh, advance notice she is not a allowed to contact paul bernardo the fa- or the families of leslie mahaffey christian french and a woman named name as jane doe which was a victim of violent crimes mm-hmm. i guess they raped her that's one of the rape victims um she is forbidden to be with people under the age of 16 or to consume drugs other than prescribed medicine which is her children yeah so wait what i don't know I don't know why she has kids, why, I don't know. Um, she's required to continue therapy and to provide a DNA sample. Provide a DNA sample after the fact? Yeah. I don't know. It's shitty, and I heard that she was volunteering at her kid's school, and people are trying to change that. This is, like, just with this within this year. How is that a thing? I don't even know how The school that said that, out. um... They are. They know good and well what she's done, and yeah. she's not allowed to be alone with kids or anything like that. And if anything happens, they'll look at her first. Okay, interesting. But a but lot of times, a lot of times though, like, um, it's not even like even if the school gives them a second chance, but it's like throwing people like that out into public again. Right. And even with their name changed and all that crap, like, you can still be recognized. Right. they, what if somebody, like, massively just murders her out in the streets while she's, like, out I'm pretty sure she changed her name, too. She did. It was... She probably changed it and, like, probably changed her look and all that stuff. Um, I... She didn't change her look because I googled pictures of her. Oh, interesting. That's an interesting... Um, let's see. That's so weird because I feel like it was so far back into the past. I didn't realize how close it was to, like, right now. I know. And how that she's out there and she's still alive. Right. It's crazy. I can't remember. I seen her name. I... Okay, in 2007, she after she had her kid, she named changed her name to Leanne Teal. Okay. 
So she still took the last name of a serial killer. Oh my god. Uh, fictional. Fiction. <laughs> Fiction is fake. Okay. <laughs> of a fictional character. <laughs> she took the serial killer's name of a fictional character. <laughs> she tried to block the mic. I don't know if I you guys knew. Could. I thought that's what it was, but I just wanted to make sure. Sometimes you gotta think about it. I know. Because, yeah. I don't know. That's fucking messed up. Crazy shit. Oh my god. Crazy shit. Don't let them go to fucking school. Not all Canadians are nice. Eh? <laughs> eh? Anyways, I think we should wrap it up because I know you have shit to do today and I gotta put Lamy down for a nap. You're gonna put him down? Already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I'm tired of that shit. <laughs> Just kidding. He seems pretty okay today. He is being okay today. He's probably really fucking tired. I know. Alright, guys. I guess we'll wrap it. Yes, wrap it. It's okay not to be okay. Please keep fucking on. Um, keep t- fucking on. Tell your moms happy birthdays. Cindy's going to be gone. Oh, jump in the mic. Jump in the mic. Jump. Jump. Men. Jump in the mic. That's how you say... Did I say it right? What? I wasn't listening. Jopinamai? No. Jopinamai? No. Jop... 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 Men... Men... Nam... Namai? Namai? Yeah. Jopinamai? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. It feels weird. I'm speaking in Vietnamese, y'all. In Vietnamese, y'all. I'm speaking in American. Jop... I love my cheeseburgers and my cattle. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Happy Chinese New Year. Happy Lunar New Year. Happy Lunar New Year. It's okay. I call it Chinese New Year and people are like, what What the fuck? Happy Lunar New Year. Happy Lunar New Year. This year is the year of the dog. Dog. It's my year. The year year of the dog. Is it? Uh Uh-huh. I was born in 1994. So, that's that's the year. I think you're like an ox or something. I think we looked it up. We'll do it for next podcast. Okay. Next podcast will be more Asian oriented. Yes, we're gonna eat. We're gonna do mukbang. No, don't no, talk about it. Stop. This is a secret. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. Okay. Keep fucking on. Keep fucking on. We'll see you next week. Next week on the Uncensored Podcast and not Murder Monday. No, it'll we're be only on Patreon. Regular episode. Please check us out. Okay. Bye. Go to uncensoredthepodcast.com. Dot com. We didn't dot even say that. Com. Dot com. Uncensored.com. Wait, crap. No. I probably shouldn't have done that. Uncensoredthepodcast.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uncensoredthepodcast.com. Come.